right here on WHMP. The beat goes on. Drums keep pounding a and welcome to Artbeat with Donabel Cassis, who has with her and us today a very special guest. The absolute pleasure of this introduction is yours, Donabel. Thank you, Bill, and hi, Buzz. Um, my guest today is an artist who was born in Heidelberg, Germany, but now calls Western Massachusetts his home. He has a show up at the Tabor Art Gallery in Holyoke titled Geospec cultural introspection wealth. His name is Rashad Glover and he joins us this morning. Welcome, Rashad. Thank you, Danabelle. Thank you for having me at Artbeat. Now, we had a wonderful gallery visit yesterday and I learned so much about your roots. Can you please explain to our listeners what Gullah Geechee is and how it influences your work? Yes, uh, my, uh, my family history is founded in the Gullah Geechee culture. Um, and from my understanding, I'm still doing research on it, Gullah Geechee is mainly free slaves in South Carolina, mainly in the islands of South Carolina of St. Hel Helena. And my great-grandmother was a midwife uh, for the community, and she delivered over 2,000 babies uh, in her community for the Gullah Geechee region. Now, you mentioned, yes, your great-grandmother was quite an influence on you, and you told me that she actually spoke on national TV. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that sort of impacted your work? Yes, uh, thank you. There's an installation in the exhibit of Geospec where um, Brian Gumbo from the Today Show interviewed my great-grandma on the Today Show uh, probably around late 1980s, uh, early 1990s. And I tried to use uh, different information, different aesthetics based from there uh, on that matronage. Now, you consider yourself a conceptual artist who uses a multitude of mediums. And going through your exhibit, which is amazing, by the way, walking through there, you've got to see this show up at the Tabor Gallery at Holyoke Community College. You have several different types of mediums going on in your show. Can you walk us through the gallery and tell us what you're using for materials? And then we'll talk about specific pieces. Yes, um, materials I usually use is the foundation is based off of sustainable design and climate growth. I use materials such as graphite powder, uh, LED light boxes or LED tubes, um, uh, glass, uh, wool, uh, and uh, paper as well. So I use different materials that is inspired or that definitely uses the, uh, the track record of sustainable design. Now, your show is titled Geospec Cultural Introspection Wealth, and there's this theme re revolving around the Geospec Cube. And so I know this is radio, so it's hard for people to see what this looks like, but it's this geometric cube that's sort of 3D but flat and has a grid sort of drawn throughout it to give it its spatial characteristics. 
You talk about this cube as serving as a starting point for new work and as a building block for community, family, and eco-environments. Can you speak about that a little bit? Uh, yes, thank you for uh, bringing that up. Um, with that, uh, the cube uh, is inspired by puzzles or the rubrics, um, rubrics in relationship to the game or rubrics in relationship to education based off a of format when it comes to objectives and ideas like that. Um, and so from there, I also have a star grid I designed on one of the granite tablets for the cube. And I like to play with information in relationship to geometry. Uh, Geospec is a small term that relates to geo stands for geometry and spec is a short term for spectrum. Mm. So the cultural introspection wealth really goes back into your ties with the Gullah Geechee culture. Is that what I'm, is that what I'm hearing? Um, it's yes um, and no, um, or in between. Um, it's cultural relates to many different cultures in relationship to uh, popular culture, um, equal environment cultures, uh, uh, and uh, ideas like that, Japanese culture, Asian culture, Western culture. And I try to find important information that relates to my vision or vision around me that also is inspired by peace and balance. Peace and balance. It's, it's, a, it's a gorgeous show. And one piece in particular that I wanted to talk about, there looks like there's this clothesline. There are these two clotheslines that sort of cross over each other. And hanging on the clotheslines are these silk do-rags. And if you, if you don't mind speaking about that piece and what the do-rag symbolizes or what you wanted to convey with that piece. Uh, yes, um, uh, that's my uh, soft sculpture uh, uh, installation. And from there, uh, this, the do-rags is like a homage to, let me see if I can find the name. I believe the short term is called wave check. Um, and there's another term for it um and it's inspired by like the hidden figures of um stockings or for lack of a better term pantyhose whereas who we used to uh the culture used to put uh pantyhose or stockings over their head to preserve the waves in their head uh and so then based off of uh ecology and innovation in the late nine, early late eighties, early nineties, uh, we evolved into a do rag. And on social media, you have this term called wave check, wave check, <laughs> where the person removes the do rag and they show their hair waves in their head. So again, it shows again the evolution from the. Uh, the stocking to the direct. And I apologize about the background noise. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. And these silk, these do-rags, they, they almost look like um, they have little straps because the do-rag goes over the head, uh, sort of over the back, and then it's tied with a strap to keep 
the cloth over the head and they're just beautiful pieces in themselves made out of silk or satin and they're these they're gold um, and then the pantyhose are green it's quite a striking piece um, I wanted to just uh, talk briefly because I know we have just a few more minutes about these mirrored pieces you have several pieces that are made out of mirrors etched with imagery on them can you just speak briefly about those uh, yes, that came from, I'm going to try to speak very quickly, uh, that came from a series I did uh, back in 2013, um, and from there, uh, my gallery shows in, in Charleston and Charlotte, George Gallery shows these pieces, photography pieces, uh, inspired by Maggie, my great-grandmother, and I wanted to take it to the next level, whereas to I went to her daughter, which is my grandmother, and she had this mirror piece in her house, and it was a mirror with a boat silk screen on it. And and um, but I'll uh, I'll let you see the show from there. Oh my gosh! Well, you must see the show. It's at the Tabor Art Gallery in Holyoke, um, at Holyoke Community College. How long is it up till, Rashad? It's up till March the twentieth. And we have a symposium on March the 6th at 11 for the public and students. Last but not least, the opening is, the reception is March the 7th from 430 to 7.30. Well, congratulations on your show. It's stunning. Thank you, Rashad Glover, for speaking with us today. Keep pounding a rhythm to the